Welcome to the 2v1 Life Epic Journey Podcast. I'm Sonny Zentmeyer and along with my amazing bride, Cindy, we believe that God has created marriage for an epic and heroic journey. Every great adventure and expedition has a desire for victory, a strategic plan, and guides along the way. Everyone wants a marriage that wins, and we want to encourage you to live different, to love different, and to finish strong as we follow God's plan for oneness through the wilderness here on earth. We're so grateful you're here, and we believe that God will prompt you to discover His plan for your marriage as you live out your adventures together. Hey everybody, welcome to the Epic Journey Podcast. We're so glad you're here with us today, and we're so privileged to be here and encourage you wherever you are in this epic and heroic journey of marriage. So just by choosing to listen in and spend time in what God has to say is heroic, and we're so excited to be among all of you heroes and warriors fighting battles and winning together. So before we get started, let's pray. Lord, we just thank you for this opportunity to spend time and to and to discuss what you have to say about this epic and heroic journey called marriage. Lord, thank you for your wisdom and your knowledge, and we just release the power of the Holy Spirit during this time. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And so today, our podcast is titled, The Quest. The Quest. I love that. Yes. <laughs> so now, recently, we've been podcasting about the epic and heroic journey and encouraging you to assess where you are in the wilderness. So remember, wherever you are in the wilderness, God is with you. Yeah. He will never leave you or forsake yeah, he you. He knows your stuff. And he is the God who sees, El Roy. He understands you and what's happening in your life right now when others may not. He knows what's going on. But he's going to walk with you. But you know something? I think more than that, more than walking with us, God is going to lead mm, the way. Yes. And part of the challenge is realizing that he is on a quest for your heart, and he wants you to be on a quest for his. And this is what we're calling the Holy, Holy quest. quest. Yes, He will reveal to you the knowledge, wisdom, and understanding that you need for the journey so that you will have a marriage that wins. All right. So let's talk about the meaning of the word quest from Merriam-Webster's Dictionary. A journey made in the search of something as in they went on a quest for gold. A long and difficult effort to find or do something. Examples like a quest for answers. The team's quest to win a championship. A quest to discover the truth. Yeah, those are all great examples of a quest. Here's a couple more definitions, though. Um, a quest can be considered an investigation. It can be considered an act or instance of seeking a pursuit a search. I love that pursuit. Yes. You know, I think so that's good. a great word. Yeah. So here's another really good one. A chivalrous enterprise in medieval romance, usually involving an adventurous Ooh, journey. That is so good. I love that. And we're going to talk about that again in a minute. But as we were doing some research on the topic, we came across some really great information on a website called godquest.com. And they describe God's quest for humanity. So we're going to read an excerpt from this. Yes. So this is titled God's Quest for Humanity. In the beginning, God created human children 
for himself and gave them a perfect, well-ordered home where they could grow and thrive in peace and safety. He loved them and delighted in communing with them and giving them wonderful gifts. But one day those children decided that all of God's gifts were not enough. He must be holding out on them. They did not trust his love, so they did the one thing that he had forbidden them from doing. In this way, they declared their independence, their right to judge right and wrong for themselves. And that is hard to listen to almost because you you can sort of recognize yourself at times right. in that. That's that right. you think maybe God is not doing enough or he's withholding or, right. or sometimes you don't follow through on what he's calling you to do. Exactly. But it continues on. The relationship was splintered, but their betrayal had only begun. On that day, God Mm -hmm. lost his beloved. But even as he watched his children grow further and further away from him, he vowed to one day win them back. He promised to raise up one of the human's own offspring to defeat the snake that led them into rebellion and reverse the curse of death that enslaved them. So began the story of God's Mm. quest to reclaim his lost love, a quest that would cost him all he had to give. I'm glad you had that part. It also goes on to say, the story of the Bible is God's quest to restore his broken family. God is the main character throughout, and God's quest for the heart of humanity is the main message. Every story points to who he is and why he is worthy of our love and devotion. Oh, just that part about God wants to restore his broken family. Mm. He wants to restore every broken family. He wants your family to not be a broken family. He is in the business of restoration. So cool. And so the article finishes up by saying this, the Bible is about God. The Bible is not a history of humanity. It is not a scientific thesis. It is not a list of rules and regulations for proper living. It is certainly not a guide on how to be happy and prosperous. (laughs) Parts of the Bible address these and many other topics, but none of them is the point. The point is God's love for humanity and why we should love him back. It is an intimate love letter designed to draw us back to him. Hmm. So listen, God is on a quest to capture your heart. He wants to address the condition of your heart and restore your heart. He wants to win you back. He wants you to be on a quest for him and for your marriage that wins. Yes. It's a great quest. It's a great quest. So let's go back to one of the definitions of quest we spoke about earlier. A chivalrous enterprise in medieval romance, usually involving an adventurous journey. You did That's good, babe. That, that, that word chivalrous is pretty tough. Yes. <laughs> so we can't help but recall movies we've seen oh, in the past oh, oh, that remind us of a, a, a great quest. Some you may remember the B movie that actually was a big hit, Monty Python and the Quest for the Holy Grail. And then there was The Princess Bride, both entertaining, a little bit crazy, but full of adventure, bravery, romance, and villains, and a tremendous quest. Absolutely. But let's take it. Take a look at the word chivalry. Chivalry from Merriam-Webster, the system of values such as loyalty and honor that knights in the Middle Ages were expected to follow, 
or an honorable and polite way of behaving, especially towards women. So our quest is chivalrous, is a chivalrous enterprise considering each other's heart along the way. Ooh, I love that. And it, it makes me think about, you know what? I do have a knight in shining armor. That's right. right. And chivalry still exists. Yes. Right? That's right. But the definition of quest really gives us that sense that it's deliberate, right? It's right. a search for something. It's it's not just a happenstance. It's just something you're after. And I love the thought of our marriage quest being a chivalrous enterprise involving an adventurous journey. We are truly on an adventurous journey. Listen, there's honor, loyalty, respectful behavior mm -hmm. involved in the quest yes. for more and in the quest for what is so highly valued. Look, Every quest, they are looking of something of great value, and that's yes. what we're doing. We're looking for a quest for answers, a quest to discover truth, and these have incredible value in our lives. Absolutely. A quest to become champions, yeah. a quest to win, respectful, honoring, loyal, committed, a good reminder that we are in this quest and journey as a team. Yeah, it's that's such a good point too, Sonny. It's as a team. We're in this quest together, together. right? Yes. A quest involves seeking and pursuing, and God wants to do something new in our marriage, in our relationships, and in our faith walk. So we kind of ask the question, okay, where do we start? Uh, we can start by maybe asking a few questions like, okay, well, what is your quest? What is it that you're searching for? What questions do you have that you want answered? These are mm -hmm. all very unique to you. Yes. But in light of God's quest for your heart, we would ask, what is the condition of your heart seeking? That's a great question. Yes. And what are you seeking to restore? I would say when we first started entering into this quest, we didn't really know the specific questions we had. Yeah. But we just wanted to find out more of what God's plan was and God's truth was for marriage so that we could have a marriage that wins. Our quest became finding out what God had to say about marriage. So in the last few podcasts, we've discussed the meaning of an epic and heroic journey, and we've talked about assessing where you are in the wilderness, and no matter where you are, God is with you, and he will never leave you or forsake you. He is the God who sees and understands what is going on, and he has a plan for you. Yeah, we talked about this before, but in Jeremiah 29, he talks about his plan for to offer you a hope and a future. Mm -hmm. But remember that your part of the plan is to seek him, call out to him, come and pray to him, and he will be found by you. I love right? that part. So in your quest... You're seeking to win, but you don't necessarily know what you're going to encounter or overcome in order to win. And that's one of the things about we've been married over 38 years. We never knew what was down the road. No. We didn't know what was ahead of us. But now that we look back, we've seen all the different times that God gave us what we needed, yes. the knowledge, the the discernment, the, the, the hidden treasures yes. and secrets he would reveal yes. that would help us get through and overcome and win, right? Yeah, that's so right. By God, pushing through. Yes, exactly. And God's not going to reveal everything to you that you want to know. No, we didn't want to know everything. But just yet. kind of what you need to know for right now. So keep that in mind. Your quest really begins with next steps. Just yes. what is the next step, God? Yes, yeah, kind of on a need to know 
basis. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell us too much, That's Scott. right. <laughs> so we would encourage you that your quest really begins with next steps. Answering the question, what are, you, what are your next steps from where you are right now to where God wants you to be? What's, what's next, Lord? Where do we start? One of the greatest things that we have found that has helped us tremendously is to heighten our awareness of what is God doing oh, right now? Oh, that's so true. That's such right? a good... Remember that. What yeah. is God doing right now? Christ will reveal to us when we seek him. Yeah, and it reminds me, Matthew 13, I think it's 34 and 35, it, said, it, it says this, Jesus told the crowds all these things in parables, and he would not speak anything to them without a parable, so that what was spoken through the prophet might be fulfilled. I will open my mouth in parables. I will declare things kept secret from the foundation of the world. Isn't that so cool? I mean, God so says cool. he's going to reveal secrets to us. You bet they're hidden treasures, right. right? So he then teaches the parable of the seed. And then Jesus declares at the end of that, let anyone who has ears listen. So as you continue to assess your current circumstances, where you are in the wilderness, like what we've been talking about, Begin to position yourself through quiet time and prayer and listening. Get your ears to hear. Yes. This will increase your ability to hear by being intentional about asking, seeking, and finding, and then expecting God to answer. In Matthew 7, 7, it says, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be open to you. When is the last time you asked, you went seeking, or you went knocking? Because guess what? God has the answers for That's you, right. but he, you have to ask, seek, and knock. He desires to give them to us, too. Yeah. So think about this. Where has he currently positioned you, or where is he wanting to position you? What's new, and what's going on? Oh, oh, oh that reminds me <laughs> <laughs> in the office where Jim... Uh, Jim and Pam, you know, all this stuff's going on, but Jim says, what is going on? Yeah, always an office kind of, right? There's a lot of them. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so what are you fighting him on or resisting? So figuring out what's new can take place in very subtle ways, but when you open your eyes and ears and start asking for spiritual discernment, you'll notice that you become more aware of ways that God is already working in your life that you have, may not have noticed before. Oh, that is so true. There's this awareness, this right? spiritual awareness that takes place. But uh, it, this can this can be as subtle as maybe somebody makes a comment about maybe a book they just read right. and it gets on your brain or there's an invitation for you to join a group. Maybe you came across a video on YouTube that really spoke to your heart or you heard a song on the radio that just downloaded all these words that had meaning and really spoke to your relationship and what's going on in your life right then. You know, it also brings to my mind what are you listening to what are you surrounding yourself with are you giving yourselves opportunities to hear from others that might be speaking oh, into your life that's good. about god yeah hear from others right. yeah so maybe a thought or a new idea that keeps coming back into your mind someone's name coming up in your head and you think that god may want you to reach out to them who just walked in the door who do we just meet with? That level of awareness is so key. So learning to look and pay attention to what's new that is going on in your life 
is really a great place to start your quest. Yes. So let's look at what's new, the definition of what's new. Now it's pretty basic, right? Something right. that's new. But as I was coming across these definitions, God revealed something to me. I thought it was pretty cool. So, so we're going to share that right now. Yes. So the first definition is of something that's new is not existing before, made, introduced, or discovered recently or now for the first time. So you could say that something new is discovered, discovered right? Yes. So the second definition, already existing, but seen, experienced, or acquired recently or now for the first time. So we could also say that something new is uncovered. It's yep. already existing, uncovered. but now we're uncovering it. And then the, the, the third definition is just beginning or beginning anew and regarded as better than what was before. Ooh. That's really cool. Yes. So we recovered. can also consider something new is recovered, yes. right? So something new can be discovered, not existing before. Something new can be uncovered, already existing, but now seen, experienced, or acquired for the first time. And number three, it can be recovered better than before. These are great expressions of the newness that can take place in our marriage relationship. Yes. We can discover things that haven't been in our marriage before. We can uncover things that were there, but they're coming to life again or recovered. It can be better than before yes. than it ever was. Yes. So yeah. let's take a look at God's truth at the value of wisdom, the value of what he wants to reveal to you for your epic and heroic journey. And he refers to his words as treasure. Mm. This is your quest. Your quest is seeking God's treasures that he wants you to find and that you are going to give your and that are going to give you wisdom and knowledge and understanding. Everything that you need to overcome and win. So let's look at Proverbs 2. The value of wisdom. My son. If you receive my words and treasure up my commandments in within you, making your ear attentive to wisdom and inclining your heart to understanding. Yes, if you call out for insight and raise your voice for understanding. If you seek it like silver and search for it as hidden treasures. That's that's so cool because in this 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 passage there's the if and the then. Right. So yes. we've just been God's just been telling us if, if you do these things, if you receive my words, treasure my commands, make your ear attentive to wisdom, incline your heart to understanding. If you call out for insight and raise your voice for understanding, if you seek it like silver, if you search for it as hidden treasure right there, he's telling us we're on a quest we're right? On a quest. We Absolutely. are seeking. But We're then searching he goes, for hidden treasure. Exactly. And then he goes into the then. Yes. Right? So uh, in verse five, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Mm. This is so cool. God is directing us. What uh, we just talked about the if, right? Yeah. So now we yeah. go into the then. So uh, if you want, you will understand the fear of the Lord and you will find the knowledge of God. These are describing God's wisdom and our reverence for him. As we increase our in, in wisdom and our reverence for him will increase as well. So in, in verse six, for the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. 
Then the scripture begins to describe some of the benefits of God's wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Yes, so listen for these as we read through this next part of the passage. Listen for those benefits. And remember, we have to be on a quest for this and seek it like silver and like hidden treasures. So when you're reading the word of God, really be paying attention to what God may be revealing to you. So verse 7, he stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk in integrity, guarding the paths of justice and watching over the way of his saints. Then you will understand righteousness and justice and equity, every good path. For wisdom will come into your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Discretion will watch over you. Understanding will guard you. So look at those great benefits to be found in your quest to know more. God is revealing these precious secrets to you. So as we continue to talk about the importance of our quest for God's wisdom and what he wants to reveal to us, let's go back to paying attention to what's new. We talked about things that are new can be discovered, uncovered, and recovered. And remember, what is going on that is new? is unique to you and will require your attention and discernment. So here's some examples. So maybe um, remember with discovered, this is not existing before. So maybe entering into your relationship and salvation with Christ for the first time. And then of course, the power of the Holy Spirit that comes with your relationship with Christ, that is power. How about forgiveness? Are you, are you all uh, entertaining forgiveness with each other? Or is that something that hasn't been part of your relationship? Or maybe was in the past, but is not now. Prayer life with each other. You, if, you, if you're not praying with each other, that's something that can be new. Hearing God speak, something that's new. So how about revelation from God's word? or a call to contribute. We believe that every that, that God has a calling for every marriage. And so maybe that's new. Yeah, maybe that's something that you look at and discover together yes. with each other. Yes. So it just really speaks to the discovery part of, of this, really speaks to bringing in things that have never been in your marriage before. Yes. And God wants to do some of that with you. So let's look at some examples of things that you might uncover. These are already existing things, but now you're beginning to experience them for the first time. So this could be an example like your strengths because you were created with strengths and weaknesses, gifts and talents by God, but maybe you haven't been fully aware of some of the strengths that you do have or your creativity and how God wants to use that for yourselves and for others. Also, your God-given imagination. You were created with that. It's always been there. But now maybe you need to experience that, being able to use your imagination to look into the vision of what God has for you in the future, looking beyond your current circumstances by faith into what God can do. Also, gratitude. Gratitude. 
um, you know, just, just there are things in front of you that you can be so grateful for, but that maybe you haven't really expressed gratitude for. Yes. Um, also, God's love, his grace, his mercy and forgiveness. Those have all been there long before you were conceived in your mother's That's womb. That's right. Yes. But you might be uncovering those things as you glean into God's word and also experience God's authority in your life yes. and in this world. Yes. Right. His authority. So those are some cool things that you can uncover. Uncover. Now, recovered. Better than before. I love that. Love that. Yes. So so maybe your faith has been uh, damaged. Maybe maybe you've lost faith in things. Yeah, our so, faith can really be up for grabs. It sure it can really be. And the can. enemy we have is to protect all it. over that. Yeah. Absolutely. So you maybe need to recover your faith. Your confidence, our confidence can be shaken. You know, we live in a broken world and it, and things get broken. Our confidence can be broken. Your vision or goals that you've had in the past that you've given up on because they haven't taken place and you've just swept them under the rug. Mm. Listen, I've been there for sure. Oneness, your oneness with God and with each other. You know, we need to go back and see if we can rekindle some of those flames that we had early in our in our marriage, in our relationships, when we had just great excitement for mm-hmm. each other. Um, agreements. What are what, what kind of agreements have we given up on agreeing with God, or have we started making agreements with the enemy? You know, we need to we need to look at that. We need to understand that uh, we're, our team unity needs to be recovered. We need to be unified. Our unconditional love for each other. How about our belief and trust in God's word? Yeah, I love this just because, just again, just the newness that we can bring into our marriage. Things that haven't been there before, like I said, and and things that we can uncover and things that we can make better than before. Yes. Just so good. So great. Yes. So the quest is seeking and pursuing God's truth about him, about you, about your marriage, but it's also expecting to discover and uncover and recover treasures and mysteries that will lead you and guide you in the way you should go. In Isaiah 30, 21, God's word says, whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk Mm. in it. God is going to reveal to you his wisdom, knowledge, and understanding in his quest to restore your hearts. And as you make decisions about your marriage, about each other, for each other, on behalf of each other, and restore your oneness with him as a unified team through the wilderness with him. Yes. So God is also giving you protection through the wisdom and knowledge he reveals as treasure. So we close with this from Lamentation 3. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Mm, Great is your faithfulness. Yes, new every morning. (laughs) Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. The Lord is good to those who wait for him. To the soul who seeks him, it is good that one should wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. And that is truly his quest for each of you. Let's pray. 
Father God, we just thank you. We praise you for this time. And we thank you, Lord, that you are on a quest for our hearts. We thank you that you invite us into a quest to find you, to seek you, so that you can reveal your mysteries and treasures and secrets that you want us to know, that we need to know for this epic and heroic journey. We thank you, Father, for your love for us. We thank you that you sent your one and only Son to die for us so that your broken family would be restored. We thank you for all that you're teaching us, all that we're learning, Lord, through your word. We thank you for your truth, and we thank you for each of these couples, each of the friends that are out there listening today. We thank you, Lord, and we ask that you would do a mighty work in their marriage, in their relationships, Lord, that you would speak to them and reveal to them that which they need to hear, that which they need to know, Lord, that you would equip them for their quest and the next part of their journey. We thank you for bringing us together today. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, so glad you joined us, and we hope that we'll see you next week. Have a great week. Thanks so much for joining us today. If you enjoyed this podcast, we ask that you would leave a review. You don't need to write anything. Just tap the stars. It'll help us reach other couples. If you don't already, please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at 2B1Life. It'd be a blessing to have you join our community as we walk in faith together through life in this epic and heroic journey. Thanks for listening.